Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Oh, hey. You just hit play on Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Belisai. Dun, 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 dun. Not our theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks first off to today's sponsor, the one and only Squatty Potty. Whoa. So excited. So typically we start every episode with me telling you what's going to happen this week. But before we get to that, I want to hand out a few fuck yous of the week. Because there's a few people who need to be told fuck you to their faces via this podcast that they're listening to. Bring it. A lot of people are angry this week about a lot of shit. And listen, this podcast is about complaining about stuff. I get the urge to complain. But pick your battles, because some things do not deserve to be complained about. And they are the following. First, Beyonce had her twins, posted a picture of it. It was lovely. It was art. That's what the Sistine Chapel was. That's what the Last Supper was. And now people are like, oh, fuck you, Beyonce. Just have your babies and shut the hell up. (gasps) No, you shut the hell up. That's, that's my comeback. <laughs> Just because you're not Beyonce and you live a shitty life in your shitty house doesn't mean you need to get mad at a lady who had babies and took a picture with them. A beautiful picture with them. Also, Game of Thrones is back this week. And back with it is all of the fucking people who want us to know that they don't watch Game of Thrones every week. What do you have to say to them, Matt? Fuck you. And finally, Doctor Who announced that they have a new doctor. I don't even know what the fuck that means. I don't watch that show. I don't understand that show. Uh I just know that there's a blue box that flies around space and time. Mm -hmm. And also a bunch of British people are angry at one another. And I don't understand it, but a bunch of people are really angry because it's a woman. And by a bunch of people, I mean men. So if you're angry that a fictional character who changes appearances can change into a woman, Fuck you. The end. Do you feel better now, Matt? Yes, I do. Gotten all the fuck yous off my chest. Now we can finally get to the rest of the show. 
thank God. So today on the show, we're going to start off as always with worst things first, the most fucked up shit of the week. And then we've got a deep dive for you where I dive deep into the worst people on the internet, social media. Spoiler alert, it's not Beyonce. She's the best person on social media, you fucking ass. After that, our guest this week is the one and only Tracy Clayton, a.k.a. Brokey McPoverty, a.k.a. co-host of Another Round with Heaven and Tracy, the podcast. She is here to chat worse things about podcasting, and then we'll play our fave game, Which is Worst? So let's get into it. Let's start the show. Let's do this. Let's get jiggy with it. Here we go. Worst things first. This week's top awful, awful headlines. First, R. Kelly out of the closet into the fire. (laughs) I can't joke about this. He's just a rapist. Yeah. No, it's bad. Um, Yeah. So first, uh, R. Kelly is a cult leader, I guess. Did you read that story? Oh, I read it. BuzzFeed News reporting it first. R. Kelly leading a cult. He's just keeping a bunch of like 17-year-old girls in apartments. And uh, yeah, that's fucked up. Uh, Moving on, because that's just sad. A robot killed itself. (laughs) (laughs) More uplifting news. There's there's some office building in in Washington, D.C., they have a robot, a security robot that patrols around, and it it killed itself. How do we know that it killed itself and didn't just like accidentally? It went it went right into a pond. <laughs> <laughs> they found it the next day, just floating. <laughs> and it wrote a note, and the note said, "I'm coming back for all of you." What? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it said, "You can try to replace me." But I'll always be here. <laughs> Why was it so sad? <laughs> anyway, rest in peace, security robot. <laughs> Next up, Kermit the Frog fired. The man who sticks his hand up Kermit the Frog every week, just fists Kermit the Frog, <laughs> got fired. Uh, the Muppet Studio says he was fired for unacceptable business conduct, like fisting a frog every week. <laughs> And isn't Kermit technically the victim of workplace harassment? Miss Piggy constantly harassing him. So you got to understand what it's like to be under that kind of pressure. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) he's gone. (laughs) Uh, What else? Ryan Phillippe broke his leg on set. Luckily, his ass is fine. And there's still plenty of room for me to move in. Am I right? Oh, my God. <laughs> and finally, there's a 67-year-old woman. She goes to the doctor. Mm-hmm. She's going to get cataract surgery, oh, a.k.a. God. Cadillac surgery, if you don't know how to say it right. <laughs> <laughs> she goes in to the doctor. She's going to get cataract surgery. They, they lay her down. And then the doctor's like, wait, what's this? And he pulls out almost 
30 contact lenses that have been fucking floating in her eyes. Like, I, there's so much that I don't understand about that. How? Wouldn't it like make her eye look bigger? I feel like her eye, it would just be sticking out. Wouldn't it be (laughs) super obvious? Yeah. The story says that they don't know how long that they've been in there, but the doctor said she's been wearing disposable lenses for 35 years. (laughs) What is that? Does that mean some of them have been in there for like decades? I don't understand. Contact lenses were invented by the devil Mm -hmm. to make people touch their eyes all the time. (laughs) I, I had contact lenses once for one summer for like a week and it almost tore my family apart (laughs) (laughs) you know when you go to the eye doctor to get contacts they sit you down and they tell you how to put them in and they watch you do it Mm -hmm. and then you put them in you take them out and then you put them in and then Mm -hmm. they're like okay you're free to go you know how to do this now (laughs) they they make you do it once and then they're they're like all right you know everything you have to know to have this thing in your fucking eye all the time. Mm-hmm. So they sent me home and they were like, take them out in an hour. And an hour passed and I couldn't get them out. Oh no. Because every time I got close to my eye, my eye would shut like a normal fucking eye. <laughs> and I couldn't get it out of my eye. So I started yelling and then everybody else in my family started yelling. <laughs> my mom yelled at my dad to try to help me get it out of my eye. And I was like, what is he supposed to do? He's not going to stick his fingers in my eye. And then my mom was like, I'm just trying to help. Why do you understand? And then finally I was like, just shut up, mom. <laughs> and that will forever go down as the day that I told my mother to shut up. She still talks about it. Honestly. She she was basically like, I hope those contact lenses kill you. I, they never come out. And then 35 years from now, you're getting Cadillac surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and the doctors find them all. You piece of shit. And that's the worst news of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Next up on Unhappy Hour, we got a deep dive coming your way where I pick a topic and rant about it. Let's do it. Deep dive. Internet. World Wide Web. Bowflex. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. So everybody knows that the internet is terrible always. Always. Right? Yes. And this week was no exception. Mm -mm. As we talked about, a lot of people are upset about a lot of things, bullshit things that make other people happy, like Game of Thrones and fucking Beyonce being Beyonce. Mm -hmm. So it made me so angry that I decided, let's make a list of all of the things that people should be complaining about on the internet. So these are the worst people on the internet. Are you ready? I'm ready. First... People who call themselves fitness instructors <laughs> need to go. If I click on your Instagram profile and you have the word fitness in your bio, you're the worst. <sighs> Listen up, bitch. You're not a fitness instructor. Chad, you're a Trader Joe's cashier with a Bowflex. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch you flex your gross, veiny muscles next to your keg of protein powder. Just to prove that you can bench more than fucking Blake. 
or Connor <laughs> or Travis. Those are all just names of gay porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're all named, Connor. We get it, meat bags. You can do a push-up. I can eat 20 marshmallows at once. You don't see me bragging about it. <laughs> Would like to see that, though. I should post that on Instagram. You should definitely post that on Instagram. That's the kind of content I'm trying to see. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll do that. Thank you. So, fitness instructors, no thank you. Also, people who dare to announce how much SoulCycle has changed their life. I don't give a shit. I will personally vomit into a manila envelope and mail it to your house. Put that on Instagram. My vomit mail. Next! People in the comments who make every fucking thing about politics. Listen, I get it. The world is ending and we're all gonna die. But sometimes a recipe about nachos is just a recipe about nachos. <laughs> Karen from Milwaukee. How about those people who are always like, ugh, I just had the worst day of my life. And then when you're like, what happened? They're like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Guess what? Your day is about to get a lot worse because I'm going to come over to your house and kick your ass. <laughs> talk about that. Then you can post, ugh, just got, just got something awful. <laughs> at the front door it was Matt Belsai <laughs> kicking my ass anybody who shares one of those goddamn recipe videos and says can't wait to make this you're not fooling anybody you're never gonna make that shit there's a girl I, I, there's so many people on my Facebook who, who share those goddamn recipe videos every day every day you're never going to make that. Nobody, nobody's going to make a little Rice Krispie tree that looks like a fucking elf. Also, they try to make it seem like it'll be super easy. Those all look hard. <laughs> Just because they do it in 20 seconds right. doesn't mean it takes you 20 seconds. Mm-mm. It's going to take you 40 seconds at least. At least. <sighs> People who share incredibly popular opinions as if they're unpopular. There's, they're always like... Ugh, am I the only one who loves eating breakfast for dinner? (laughs) No, bitch. (laughs) Everyone loves that. You pancake pansy. Uh, People who live tweet spoilers. Not everybody is watching The Bachelorette along with you, Trisha. People named Trisha. (laughs) You shouldn't be on the internet. People who live tweet sports. No, not interesting. Absolutely not. And finally, anybody who doesn't let people enjoy things, let people like what they like, unless what they like is dumb. Got it? Got it. Crystal clear. Signed, sealed, delivered. Lock it up. Dunzo. We got there. We nailed it. We reached the mountain top. <laughs> And that's our deep dive for the week. Next up, we got a hot new commercial coming at you. But stay tuned. After that, we got Tracy Clayton in the studio for a fun little interview and a drunk game. I am so excited to say that today's episode is sponsored by Squatty Potty. When we were coming up with a list of potential sponsors for Unhappy Hour, Squatty Potty was obviously number one on my list. 
for real, because if you know me, you know that I love my squatty potty. And if you think I'm embarrassed talking about bowel movements on my show, well, I don't give a shit. Because it's natural and healthy and everyone does it. They have to stop me from talking about my bowel movements so much. So, what is Squatty Potty? Well, it's a little footstool that lives neatly right under your toilet. When it's time for you to go, here's what you do. You sit on the toilet, you put your feet up on the stool, then boom, what position are you in? A squat. And you know what that position is good for? One, pooping. Because it comes out better. The FDA says so. But also, then your knees are right up there, you can set whatever you want on that thing. A book, a magazine, your phone, a meal. You can, you can do whatever you want up there. <laughs> Honestly, I use my Squatty Potty every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. Sometimes I sit to pee just so I can put my feet up on my Squatty Potty for a nice, relaxing squat. And I travel so much, I miss it when I'm gone. I go to the bathroom at a hotel. They don't have squatty potties. I have to put my feet on pillows. (laughs) I bet you want one now, don't you? Well, then you should head to squattypotty.com slash unhappy. You can check out all of their hot products. And when you use that link, you'll get a free bottle of Squatty Potty's Fruity Booty Poo Spray. So really... Go to squattypotty.com slash unhappy. You get your very own Squatty Potty. Get one for your mom, your uncle, your tight-ass teacher. It helps their bowels. And most importantly, it helps this show. Squatty Potty, the original toilet stool. So, as our guest today, we have writer extraordinaire. <laughs> I will call you an extraordinaire. Thank you. I Tracy like Clayton. <laughs> and co-host of Another Round mm-hmm. with Heaven Nagatu. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. Tracy Clayton. It's me. Welcome. Thank you so much. So the question that we start asking everybody, mm-hmm. we start off by asking everybody, is what is one thing that you hate that you think nobody else hates? Oh, my God. Just one thing? (laughs) Honestly, Uh, I thought for you that this (laughs) question would be more difficult because you had to narrow it down. Yeah. Oh, I hate so much stuff. Oh, we'll get Um, to that. The first thing that jumped into my head was grits. Even though I know there are people who do not enjoy grits, I feel like we're a very small, like, population. I just don't understand. What is a grit? What is a grit? Why would you eat something called a grit? You're asking the wrong person this question. (laughs) I grew up in Chicago. Um, All right. Well, we're going to move on to the game portion. Yay, I'm nervous because I'm starting to get a little tipsy. Tracy, you are a prolific Twitter user. I would would say prolific was invented. Wow. To describe your Twitter use. Wow, I'm going to put that on my resume. You should. You should. (laughs) You can quote me on that. You're one of my faves on Twitter. I I went ahead and searched on Twitter your name in the words I hate. <laughs> and there were hundreds <laughs> if not thousands of results. Here's just a few examples I'll read through. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, here's things that you hate. Mariah Carey's eyebrows. <laughs> capital letters. Seaweed. British accents. Dave Matthews Band. Mother Nature. Margaritas. Peanuts. Peacocks. Walruses. Naps. Pearl necklaces. Unclear which kind. I don't know if you want to explain that. I do not. <laughs> 
Westerns, Cabbage, One Republic, Bowling, Michael Buble, Asparagus, Pooping at the Gym. <laughs> numbers. At one point you tweeted, I hate numbers. There was probably a very great and specific story behind that that I do not know anymore. Accidentally eating beans? Y'all, that's a real thing. <laughs> Can I tell you a quick story? Yes, Okay, please. once I was at a professor's house. This is when I was in college. And it was like some cute like artsy little art show or something. And uh, I was really hungry, but the only thing that was out was like this kind of soup, like anonymous soup. I'm like, you know what? Anonymous <laughs> soup. I typically don't eat things when I don't know every ingredient because I'm so picky, but I was like, I'm going to be an adult and I'm going to eat the soup. Come to find out, it was a seven bean soup. <laughs> you couldn't tell? So no, I couldn't see a single bean in there. And so I there took a bite. seven kinds of beans. I know. I don't get it. There were also like vegetables and stuff in there. I didn't do my due diligence is the problem. But I was really angry because I was like, if I ever get adventurous enough to try a bean, I want to consent to it. I don't want somebody <laughs> to like trick me into eating beans. It's very unsetting when Clearly I Clearly identify your beans. Please, please All do. All kinds of beans. They could have put a sign, like a post-it. It doesn't even have to be like a nice sign. Right. Um, well, I'm glad we had specified that. Uh, other things. <laughs> Al Roker, mm-hmm. uh, milk, perfume, lipstick that tastes like lipstick. Yeah. Poetry, oatmeal, lima beans, pictures of happy couples, people who use laptops on public transportation. Yes. Cats, orcas, <laughs> seltzer, <laughs> pumpkin. If, if it isn't pie, love stories, mm-hmm. writing, working, everything, and yourself. <laughs> Accurate, especially the last two. <laughs> um, so we decided we play so we play a game called Which is Worst. Okay. Worst with a T. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we'll give you two things. Oh, man. Uh, based on what things that you hate. Okay. And you have to pick which is worst. And by ah. extension, you're choosing the other one as the thing. This is a genius game. That you would prefer. Fantastic. Okay. Okay. So, are you ready for the first one? I'm ready. Let's go. All right. First, which is worst? Fighting a squirrel with the wings of a seagull mm. or a seagull with the fur of a squirrel? Oh. You are blindfolded during this fight. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, 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 <laughs> okay. I feel like seagulls are bigger assholes than squirrels are. Like they're a lot more aggressive, right? Like I'm always hearing stories about like people who get their like pizza and ice cream cones stolen at the beach. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of a squirrel exactly that bold. So I'm I'm gonna go with uh, I would rather, and I'm blindfolded, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, because if the squirrel can't really fly, then if I stand up, then I should presumably be somewhat okay, right? If it can't, like, get to my face. <laughs> sure. Okay. I'm going with squirrel with seagull wings. You are, you are infamously anti-squirrel. They're, they're assholes. Was there one incident? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a story about it if you'd like to hear it. Sure. I don't know if I've heard this before. Um, it's not very interesting, to be honest with you. Okay. But um, so when I was in college, again, we had this, like, the college was really, really beautiful. It was, it kind of looked like a, a plantation a little bit. Like, okay. it was that pretty. Yes. Like, it was pretty, but, like, cringy pretty. Mm-hmm. And in the courtyard, um, they had these really big, beautiful oak trees. And I swear, whenever I would walk through the eight, uh, through the courtyard, like, I would notice, like, little acorns falling suspiciously, like, near my feet. Mm-hmm. And, like, I look around and, like, nobody else seems to be, like, bothered. So I'm convinced 
that these girls were targeting me in particular <laughs> and just like pelting me with acorns. And since then, I've been like, fuck squirrels. I didn't do anything to you. I'm just trying to learn. I am just trying to better my station in life. That is the most you got innocent thing that you could accuse a squirrel of Are doing. Are you kidding me? No, it's not like the squirrel just happened to be like zipping through the trees and oops, an acorn falls. Suspiciously like right next to me the whole time. I had a bust into my apartment at night. I remember this story. And steal cookies that I baked off of my kitchen table. That is a much bigger offense. It was when I first moved to New York and mm. for some reason I just assumed that when you move into an apartment <laughs> there would be screens oh, in the windows. Oh, hell no. No. Mm-mm, not a screen, not a Blind. Right. And then you open up a window in New York and it's mm-hmm. just like nature. It's just outside. Right. Yeah. And we didn't have air conditioning, so we uh, left the window open. Uh-huh. And then one night I made cookies, Pillsbury cookies. And this girl was like, mm. <laughs> and then the next morning I got up and there were cookies all over the kitchen. Oh just my gosh. strewn about. But the squirrel was gone though, right? <laughs> Are you sure it was a squirrel? Yes, because we are kitchen was also dusty as fuck. Oh, he left like little squirrel prints? <laughs> and on the windowsill, <laughs> on the windowsill, there were crumbs <laughs> and squirrel footprints. <laughs> and then later that day when I was in there, like, I don't know, contemplating my life, <laughs> I saw there was a squirrel on the fire escape peering into our kitchen. Yeah, anyway. Ugh. Okay, our next... Uh, which is worst, eating an entire cabbage that Michael Bublé has chewed and regurgitated. How dare you. <laughs> or having the Dave Matthews Band play at your funeral and everybody thinks that's how you want to be remembered. Oh, shit. Uh, well, I'm clearly not eating anybody's regurgitating anything, <laughs> let alone anything that Michael Bublé has eaten. Well, which Dave Matthews Band song do you want playing at your funeral? Because I, I guess we'll have to arrange that. I don't we'll know a single Dave that. Matthews Band song. Um, <laughs> Me neither. That's just gonna have to be how I go out. Hopefully, All the people right. who really know me would know that like this is. It's not who she was, but... No, it's one of those things that people oh. discover after. <laughs> so even my like, mom's like, I didn't I, raise her to be this way. I had no idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I'll just have to be misunderstood. All right, fair. Uh, next one. Swimming naked with orcas. <laughs> or voting for Trump for a second term. I would swim naked for, with literally anything. <laughs> find the most poisonous animal you can find. <laughs> but you don't have to tell people. You can oh. say. Oh, well, that's a horse of a different color. Um, Is it? You would sell your soul. Well, okay, first of all, I'm not that strong a swimmer. So <laughs> <laughs> that's important. This is basically like, do you vote for Trump again or do you die? Right. I would like to not die. So that's I would, true. That's true. But only in this circumstance would I vote for Trump. Okay. Good to know. Good to know where your limit is. Very uncomfortable about this. Leave that out too, please. Just cut it. Thanks. (laughs) What do you have against orcas is what I want to know. They're mean. They are the psychopaths of the sea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, no. They would kill me and eat me. And I'd die because I can't swim. And our, our final one. Oh, no. Which is worst. Replacing the alarm on your phone with a British guy gargling egg yolks. <laughs> Every time. Or only being able to take baths in tubs full of lukewarm cinnamon roll glaze. <laughs> Again, the cinnamon roll glaze situation is just a yeast infection waiting to happen. True. 
Do British people gargle with an accent? I bet they do. Mm. I bet it just sounds different. Like there's an O-U in it. <laughs> what would that sound like? Can I ask? Can you like give me like an illustration? <laughs> I did it. I actually really like that. So I'm going with A. <laughs> that was decidedly British, though. It was. It really sounded like a British person gargling. Not that bad. I'd rather hear a British person gargle than speak, I think. I've studied. Yeah. I've heard was... my fair share of British gentlemen gargling. Oh. That was... <laughs> This uh, is fun. What do you have against cinnamon rolls? You tweeted. Okay, I feel September nineteenth, two thousand fifteen. You tweeted. Can we start a support group for people who hate cinnamon rolls? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can. Um, you better I, go into hiding. I plan on it. I already got a cave picked out because people have really strong feelings. Okay, so this is a two-part answer. Number one, my stomach just does not enjoy cinnamon. Also, just, it's just not that good. That much cinnamon tends to taste like soap to me. And I'm just like, why are people going crazy and standing in this long-ass line at the mall to get bread ruined with too much cinnamon? Well, yeah. I'm just surprising. I, it's surprising. It, you guys made fun of me. You in heaven. Don't remember this. Um, <laughs> during your live show that I was a guest on because I tweeted that my mother oh, I do sent this. the butter back at a restaurant <laughs> because it had a spice to it. <laughs> that spice was maple. <laughs> so that's where I come from. And I like cinnamon. That I don't get it. Like if, me, how can me neither. maple's too much, but 10 pounds of cinnamon is fine. That doesn't yep. make any sense. It doesn't. Well, at least That's you acknowledge that it in. doesn't. You're right. All right. Well, that is our last question. Aww. That is all the time we have. This was so fun. Thank you so much for coming, Tracy. Thank you. Please invite me back to drink more Boulier. You're always invited to drink <laughs> Boulier. Tracy, where can people find you and what? If you can plug whatever you want. Oh, man. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm on Twitter every minute of the day at mm-hmm. Brokey McPoverty. I'm also on Instagram with the same name. Don't follow me on Facebook. It's not. A, I'm not going to add you on Facebook. It's locked down. It's going to stay that way. Snapchat. I'm mm-hmm. at Tracy.Face. I'm terrible at it, just so you know. Same. I have a podcast. It's called Another Round with Heaven and Tracy. Yes. You can listen to that wherever podcasts are available. You can follow the show on Twitter at Another Round and Facebook at Another Round. And um, I think that's all. Well, thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Come back. I will. I'm actually not going to leave. I'm just going to wait in the corner until it's my turn again. Good. Yay. Bye. Bye. All right. We're at the end of the show. And it's time for some chasers. Are you ready, Barry? Oh, I'm ready. Chasers, once again, the good stuff at the end of a bad week. What's the thing that helps it all go down easy? Mm -hmm. What's your chaser this week? My chaser this week, Matt, has to do with you. Good. Yeah. My great uncle sent me a letter Uh that had a photo of himself on it. (laughs) Good. And he was congratulating us on the show. And called me a comedian. Well, he got some things right. But it was really lovely to get a letter and have it just be about a podcast. I don't think I've ever gotten a letter about a podcast before. Well, we're breaking boundaries mm-hmm. with this show. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Matt? What's your chaser this week? My chaser, I want to give a shout out to our other producer, Josh Gwynn. Josh started a trend on Twitter to get Tracy Ellis Ross to be Miss Frizzle. Frizzle, right? Yeah. In the theoretical reboot of Magic School Bus, which I fully endorse. Live action. (laughs) And she's like on board with it. And I'm so into it. It's been so exciting. I've been like obnoxious on Twitter about it. I, like anytime anyone tweets about it, I'm like, I work with Josh. He's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so Tracy, assuming that she is listening, this should absolutely happen. Josh should be a producer. And we're all going to watch it. And that's it for this week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you get these podcasts. Hit subscribe, then rate the show, leave us a review, but only if it's good, because I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a show from Pineapple Street Media. It's produced by me, Matt Belisai, along with Barry Finkel, Jenna Weiss-Berman, and Josh Gwynn. Special thanks to Max Linsky, Emily Becker, and Dina Kleiner. Music by Hans Dal Sue. Thanks to Squatty Potty for sponsoring today's show and all of my bowel movements. (laughs) You can find me on all of the social media at Matt Bellasai. That's Bell-ass-A-I. Don't spell it wrong. I never do. Also, if you would like to insult Barry, be sure to spell her name (laughs) B-A-R-I. Not Barry as in Barry Manilow. Have people been insulting me online using B-A-R-R-Y to you? (laughs) No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but make sure you spell it right. You can pre-order my book, Everything is Awful, at everythingisawfulbook.com. Pre-order it. Pre-order a thousand copies or you're not a true fan. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week, buttholes. <laughs> You know what really gets my goat? You know what really tugs my turkey? You know what really feels my frog? You know what really sucks my salamander? (laughs) You know what really pulls my pocket? Ugh.